Bat to Walk on Weekly. Here are your hosts, Sam Hoiberg and Jeff Grace III on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weeknights. I am Harrison Arns here with Jeff Grace III, and this is Walk On Weekly. Again, if you guys want to join the show, 402-464-5685. And again, we are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and Allo Channel 951 for all those Allo subscribers out there. So over the break, we talked about a few things. Uh, we talked about the crazy Northwestern situation. We'll, we'll tuck that way uh, for the end there. Just That one's not a crazy storylines, and if we're being, it's going to be the news probably all week yet. Uh, yeah, just everything that's kind of coming out of there is crazy. And the fact that we don't know all the names yet on who's making the accusations, stuff like that. Um, I mean, it was a six month. I think they looked at it for about a good six months. So, I mean, it's there's some truth in there. We just don't know who it all lands on. But we'll probably dive into that later. But going on over the break, we did talk about the new uh, midseason tournament that they're going to put into play. And I'm kind of curious your thoughts on that one because it's a lot. It's built a lot like the World Cup. You're going to have your group stage. So the way they break this down is there's going to be three teams from each conference that will basically represent their group. So six groups total in this midseason, three from the West, three from the East, and it's based off of last year's records. So they try to make it as even as they could, take the best three records from the East, the best three records from the West, and those are your group leaders. And then within that, starting in the Summer League, uh, excuse me, not the Summer League, starting I believe it's actually going to start uh, around break in Las Vegas. Yeah, so around that all-star break will kind of be when it's placed in there. And you'll have your group stage play, so you're all going to play one-on-one. And then from there, you'll have some teams advance, and then they'll go on to the quarterfinals, semifinals, and then you're into the title game. But they will not play a team from the East, or a Western team, I should say, will not play a team from the East until the title game and vice versa. So that group stage play, think about the World Cup. You got to play everyone one-on-one within your group. And then based off your records, that's who decides to advance. Bottom teams are out, and you just keep moving on that way. So a little different. They unveiled the trophy yesterday. I'll be honest, wasn't a big fan of the trophy. Yeah. It was like a half like of a an ra- NBA basketball. Yeah. Facts. I, I didn't. Out of the trophy designs, for how much money they have to work with, I'm always kind of amazed. Mm-hmm. Like that one to me was really lackluster I, you don't want it to look cooler than the main trophy obviously but I, I feel like they could have done more with it i agree i mean at least they're giving out money at least though yeah so. i should mention if you win it so every player on the winning team gets half a million dollars second place so if you get second place losing the title game you get two hundred thousand dollars uh and then it goes down to fifty thousand and then twenty thousand so you do get some money in there there was some talks about adding incentives. Some some people were even saying maybe slide in a draft pick. I heard on the Bill Simmons podcast, uh, he wanted to give the winner guarantee, like just take out a draft pick in the NBA. So maybe it's the fifteenth pick, like somewhere up there, and not a lottery. And that fifteenth pick is always guaranteed to the midseason tournament winner. Which I thought, I mean, I don't know how crazy you want to get with it. That one to me, I was like, ah. Uh, Maybe we'll see how it works at first, but what are your thoughts on the midseason tournament? Do you even like it uh, with how many games there are right now? Is it, you know, do you, is it going to garner interest from the NBA fans? Because that's all it really is, right? NFL's king. Well, not even just NFL, football's king. This is a way for them to, I feel like, kind of just knock on the door and be like, hey, we're, we're still kind of doing our thing over here. We know football's going on, but we, there's still some NBA going on, uh, competitive playoff NBA. What do you think about it as a whole? I feel like, it's a good idea as of right now. I feel like they're just like trying to try it for one year and maybe if it goes well, continue it out. Mm-hmm. But if not, then they'll probably stop it. But I feel like it's a good idea because 
if I'm gonna be honest, like me playing basketball, I don't really watch much of the NBA during the season. So I feel like this is a good way for people who don't actually watch it during the season to have a chance to look into something new and mm-hmm. not just like people actually like not playing defense pretty much. So, yeah. So like people probably will care a lot more since there's higher stakes and like money involved. I feel like money really does. Yeah, money a lot talks. Of things, a lot of things for people, but at the end of the day, um, I feel like this will be a great way for kind of the NBA community to take a turn in a path that they want to go down that mm-hmm. they haven't been going down for a minute. Yep, and then uh, those dates it'll actually start November third. Um, so that'll actually be the day for you instead. So November 3rd, 10th, 14th, 17th, 21st, 24th, 28th. So a combination of four Fridays and three Tuesdays in there. So they're going to have it. So again, kind of like I said, in that fall, uh, I think it's really just to combat football. Like you, you got to find a way to keep people interested in the NBA because that's just been a problem for the long time. And mm-hmm. it's getting worse with the superstars sitting out. I think that's why the new CBA agreement uh, was aggressive as it was on that luxury tax. But you know, as a whole, is this going to work kind of garnering the interest of fans? Like, is it enough to lock people in back to the NBA? Or do they think it's like, hey, it's just a it's a two-week fix to get us some ratings? I feel like right now, yes, it's a good idea because I feel like, like I said, like it being something different, people might be in tune to a lot more than what it normally is. Mm-hmm. And since, like, there's money and, like, a trophy involved and, like, kind of it's like middle of the season pretty much yeah and it's just one-off um, games which is what i like too you yeah know, you don't gotta do a full playoff series for sure it'll help like kind of allow the team to like start playing the way they want to play if not if they haven't already so i feel like a lot of more a lot more fans will be in tune to what's going on because it's something different and like with something different you kind of won't expect to like kind of take a peek at it and like, yeah. see if you like it if not then whatever but i feel like at least like the ratings definitely will go up and i'd imagine too like it's only gonna get better as the tournament goes on right because mm-hmm. your pay just keeps getting bumped and bumped and bumped and it's a one game like i said it's not a playoff series so you got one game and half a million dollars is on the line that's a that's gonna be a fun game yeah. <laughs> like well i shouldn't say half a million technically only three hundred thousand because you're gonna get two hundred thousand if you get second place mm-hmm. but nonetheless like that's a lot of money just for one NBA game yep. and if you can do that to get those players like I said maybe the first rounds don't take off the way you want them to uh, but I, I will be curious to see what the correlation was if this sticks say five years they've been doing it what the correlation is or even 10 years between the NBA champion and the midseason champ like if that's a real litmus test to see like who's who's actually got a roster that's capable of on-the-fly matchups because like like I said if you're on the line and that much money's just for one game like you're going to be playing I'd imagine playoff caliber basketball. Mm-hmm. Do you think whoever wins like the middle of the season championship will end up being like a final or like the end of like the NBA championship? I think uh, I think so. Right? I, okay. It, it's gonna be crazy if like there's a really bad team to win it. I agree. Like, and then they get swept like first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That I think that's the only way this thing falls apart is if they try for a couple of years and the winner each year is a joke. And like, and then it becomes pretty obvious that the serious teams weren't taking that midseason playoff tournament seriously. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only way it really fails. Um, but I'm kind of all for it. I've been a little with the NBA when how they're trying to attack this. They added the play-in tournament, they added some excitement. Now they're adding the midseason tournament, and 
I, I actually kind of like all these moves. Once it got explained to me, I, I actually like the idea. At first, I was yeah. against it completely. Yeah, at first, you kind of really don't are confused <laughs> yeah. and like, don't really know what's going on. But once you explain it, I feel like everyone kind of understands it. Yeah, it's like you're not asking a ton of games from these guys. It's at a pretty convenient time. You're going to reduce travel. It's all in one area. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's money on the line. And it'll be just as entertaining. And again, I think it will work. I'm just kind of curious what the correlation is. If the actual best teams win it or if it's just teams, um, you know, at the bottom that are just kind of trying to scrape together, you know, some quick money, knowing that they're going to tank <laughs> afterwards. It's all kind of up there in the air. But, you know, with that being said, we got the Portland Trailblazers. Not sure what they're going to do. Um, other than we know that Scoot, as of right now, looks pretty good. Is there anybody else, you know, that isn't getting enough attention? There's one guy that I really like for the Grizzlies, Kenneth Lofton Jr., big boy center. He's I've, pretty nice. I've always thought he was good. Yeah. See, I've, I've always, like, seen highlights of him, and, like, I saw him when he was in college at Louisiana Tech, and I've always seen, like, that, like, kind of player and like, to now see him like yeah, cause this is like year 20. two right yeah. yeah now see him have like maybe like 20 a game in the summer league like mm-hmm. i'm glad he's getting his recognition recognition yeah i remember last year because chet um <laughs> that was the one guy that bodied chet yeah chet stat lines for the most part uh in that first you know first time he was actually at that summer league he got bullied by mm-hmm. kenneth lofton jr all the other games he was fine but th- it just kind of showed you like that old school kind of like Zach Randolph center mm-hmm. where he's just a big boy. I thought that was dead. I just want to see him make it work. I, I don't want to see that type of player die because that's really all he is. He doesn't he doesn't take a ton of jump shots. Um, he actually can make a three from time to time, mm-hmm. but nothing like at a crazy high clip. But he just bullies people. And then especially when he's already kind of undersized on height, the fact that he's still that dominant taking down Chet Holmgren's. He's a guy that I, I want to see go against you know Victor because that whatever it is about his build. He gives those really tall guys, those thin, lanky guys, a hell of a time around the rim. So excited about him. Uh, other summer league NBA players. You got any others? Another one that's another second year guy. But what you're hoping for is Jabari Smith Jr. And I want to talk about him. But is there anyone else that I'm missing that you've really liked so far? Jabari Smith Jr. is a good one. Um, for me, Cavante George has kind of been popping off for Utah. That's a guy that yeah. I don't know how many people were listening to beforehand. He's always been. Look, pretty much like a score so mm-hmm. i feel like he'll be fine wherever he goes yeah 29 29.5 points per game yeah for two games played so far not bad anyone been popping off uh keegan murray has had a good one good run for mm-hmm. a little bit um trying to think who else because i've been watching like pretty much all the summer league games so yeah it's kind of hard to again like that's another thing with the summer league is the minutes wise yeah. players getting plugged and pulled. It's always kind of hard to tell who has the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. And again, it's that style where everyone's fighting tooth and nail to make sure that their role in the NBA is solidified. So again, it's kind of hard to figure out who's really fitting those pictures, but I like uh Terrence man, Terrence man. Yeah, that's a good City. one. Yeah. Terrence man. They're going to be good, man. I, I still think Josh Giddy has got ways to grow. They have a lot of depth. Uh huh. And they got, picks i i can't remember the stat i think oh, yeah. it was like 20 some picks mm-hmm. maybe even 30 for like yeah. they they're in a position to where they can just keep drafting guys over and over and over and then pick out like they'll have so many young stars they'll just pick their best three trade the rest of their assets okc is going to win a title within if for they sure. get the right coach well i shouldn't even say you need a right owner too right you need an owner that's going to work with your head coach you see that happen a lot 
Or it feel, doesn't work. I feel like the owner knows what he's doing. I mean, <laughs> right. He knows he's got a future. Now, but, yeah, they have a bright future. Yeah. So, I feel like that's the team you have to really look out for in the near future. Um, other team, I would say, for me, I think the Orlando Magic. Magic? Yeah, I like the Magic. And maybe if everyone stays healthy uh, and Detroit gets the right pieces, I, I like Detroit. Let me. I I want to ask you. I was going to ask you last week before Fourth of July. There was a lot of this talking going on because of a comment made from Dwight Howard. Okay. Would you take prime Dwight Howard, mm-hmm. or would you take what we saw this year from Jokic? You said prime Dwight Howard. Prime Jokic? Dwight Howard, Magic Howard, when he pretty much single handedly drove that team all the way through the playoffs and might have been one of the best defensive players we have ever seen in one season. It was like Shaq vibes with him that year. For me, I would take Jokic. You take Jokic still? Because I mean, besides like the defense and like the athleticism, mm-hmm. what can he do? He was a threat, man. I don't know. I he had was a th- I had he to go back. Threat. I actually had to think about it. I at first I was like Jokic hands down. You can mm-hmm. build around Jokic, but then I went back to go see Dwight Howard, and I forgot how insane he was yeah. on that Magic roster. Now, there is still an argument, right, because it's going to be a lot harder to plug players around Dwight Howard, but if he had, like, a superstar guard, like, I can see those guys easily winning a few rings on the Magic, kind of like what Jokic had with Jamal Murray, like a guard that really works well off the pick and roll. Is that when he had, like, Jameer Nelson? Yeah, I think so. We'll go back and look at the roster of the break, but, yeah, I just – I wish to look at the stats, too. Maybe we'll do that. We'll throw it to break. But, again, from text line, I'll ask you guys that one, too, because the people that watch an NBA longer than I will definitely uh, probably have even higher opinions of Dwight Howard. Who would you take, prime Dwight Howard or what we saw from Jokic in his NBA Finals season? Uh, again, sort of him at text line, 402-464-5685. And, again, watch us on stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. We'll go to break. This is Tick Weeknights, Walk On Weekly. I'm Harrison Arns. That's Jeff Grace III. We'll catch you guys on the other side.